Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to, to another it. episode. Another one. Here it is. Here we we're go. Do, keep doing them. You didn't ask, and we delivered. It's, it's You've, you've got, got Brunch. That's you've Carrie. And I'm Allie. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. I said, that's Carrie. <laughs> I and know. Who am I? Uh, I that's really Carrie, and that's, I'm Allie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the show. Okay. Well, yeah. that's rough. Um, that's Allie and Whistle. That's right. Without the H. No H in my last name. Um, and we're brunch. We are. Well, look at us. Here we we're are. that meal everyone loves to hate. Everyone loves to hate. To hates to love exactly. and always is on time for. There was no, actually. Carrie and I have met up for brunch recently twice. Brunch is one time I was half an hour an late, idea. but that same time yeah. that Carrie was, was an, an hour, hour late. late. So really, so, I was a half an hour late. Mm, I feel like which you're isn't a full that, hour that late. bad. I was half an hour late, and I said sorry, but no. you paid for my brunch, so that was really nice. You're welcome. And then we recently met up for brunch, and Carrie nailed it. Well, okay, so and I I was there on time. There. Thank you. This is the edit point. And then Carrie was Carrie sent me a text message or a Facebook message, and she was like, "I'm just ten minutes away," but she also shared her location with me <laughs> on Facebook because I understand. And her location on Facebook, yeah. it was like Carrie hey. is a fifteen minute drive. You away. know what? Though I was confident. <laughs> I was confident i could do it in 10 though. you I know what like, i mean I yeah. like you're like i know that you're saying yeah. 15 but like i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna push it they're being safe exactly like i'm driving yeah. a Kimo, so i'm this is a 30 yeah. cents a minute kind of ride so i'm gonna i'm gonna push those yellows really yeah. hard you I know get that and she was 15 minutes late so yeah. it's fine that was actually a really big improvement for carrie so thank you thank you um, anyway, all of that will be guys, edited out we've got an amazing guest today such a good oh, guest oh i love him and his name's jordy madison jordy hi jordy welcome Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Guys, Jordy's a joy. Um, Jory. Jory D. Okay. We're going to edit that out because that was fine. We took a risk and we heard Um, it. So it's fine. Jordy is famous for being amazing at life. It's true. And also, Jordy and I work at Improv Camp together, which is an Improv Camp for teens. And Jordy's amazing at Improv Camp and everyone loves him there. It's And we call wait what did we call you this summer it, you were the lord of something oh, oh i was um oh, i well, was chaz chaz, chaz the lord of oh the uh the democratically yeah. elected oh. lord of the universe wow Camp is the best because we get though. 150 teams yeah. and we're and then we're all there's a bunch of crazy improvisers in charge of them and then we just get them to do whatever we want wow. and it's yeah. amazing it's wonderful it's great it's, it's a yeah. beautiful thing I made them all wear capes to lunch this summer just because sure. I said it at breakfast. Yeah. And then everyone had to wear capes for lunch. <laughs> I love that. They did it. They did it. What caused this? Was there I a title decided, for this? I decided I, I wanted to wear a cape. You personally breakfast. was yeah, like, I, I have a cape a I need to wear. Cape, and then I oh. said at breakfast, I was like, today's cape day. Wear a cape to lunch. I, and then they all wore capes. Wow. <laughs> I've worked at summer camps for mm-hmm. uh, most of my, uh, you know, conscious life. Love that. Wow. Um, not to brag. Hello, Braggler. Here we got a camel. Hello. Cold, wet Canadian summer over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeedy. Um, And I've found that working at summer camps, the like the main thing is like young people will kind of if you just commit to an yeah. idea yeah they're into they're it they just so want excited. an idea the fact to like go with yeah. yeah and if you're enthusiastic they're they're so receptive yeah. to that joy yeah. they're right. like oh they don't have that cynicism yet not you yet know? No. i mean the they do a little bit but uh, if it's like an outside the box idea they're like yes because yeah. i'm outside the box and yeah. so am i when yeah, they go to camp mm-hmm. they're outside the box they're like okay yeah. i'm in a different space i'm in a different world i'm i'm I don't know what you the rules set of this setting. are. Yeah. yeah, give me the rules. The rules it. are capes. I love Absolutely. it. I think the whole world should be camp. 
Except for I'm scared to go to adult camp because I feel like the adults would be really weird at it. And Ooh. I won't like I it. Know. <laughs> I know. I agree like, with there's that. There's adult improv camps I could go to, but I'm scared. I love the con- I love it in theory. I love the concept of it. But then when I see myself in it, I'm like, oh no, I am that yeah. cynical kid though. Well, it's yeah. kind of it's, it's also kind of like <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like adult preschool. Yeah. Where I'm just like, no, it feels like it's gonna be a sex thing. Yeah. You know? Or like I I believe that they're beautiful for the people who are into them. I mean, sure. go for yes. it. I 100%. yes. Yeah. But when I hear about like. Uh, it's a cuddle party. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, I immediately no. become. No one. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm good though. I just feel like I'm gonna not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I respect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, do what you want to do. I love it. Um, guys, Jordy's amazing. He's an improviser. That's he's true. also uh, a theater artist, and he's yeah. a maker, and he's a playwright, and we love him for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. Yes, we really do. He's amazing. He's very funny. Um, also, my favorite thing so far that happened today with Jordy was we started watching the movie that we watched, and yes. we'll talk about it in a second. No spoilers. And there was some there was some credits rolling, and oh, who rolling. came up that made you cheer? Uh, uh, Dave Grusin. Yeah. Yay, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Grusin. I'm pretty sure you yeah. threw your head like, in the air. Yay, and Dave you said, Grusin. Yay, Dave Grusin. <laughs> okay. Dave Grusin. Tell us more. I have a deep. moment. We have so many moments to talk about Dave Listen, Grusin. Yeah, podcast listeners. Hello. Dave Grusin is a composer mm. and songwriter oh, yes. who did the most beautifully nostalgic music in the 70s and 80s he did the music for tootsie he did the music for on golden pond <gasps> he did the music for Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, you want to tone that down a bit? Carrie, you really enjoy on Golden Ponds. You've yes! seen, you've seen it. The music, yes. I've never the seen ambiance. it. The ambiance, the oh, ambiance, and the music. He, yes. So he's just iconic mm. for the music that he wrote. I would play it uh, right now, but I don't have Ooh. a way to do it. But anyways, it, it always <laughs> brings a tear to my eye because oh. it's very, very sweet. Yeah. Um, and if I we listen really closely, maybe Carrie edited in some. Mm. Let's see if Carrie Wait, found time. Let's not okay, make promises. Right Right now, if Carrie found time, it's behind us. Let's listen to it. And if Carrie didn't find time, it's silence. And that's just for you guys to know. Beautiful. Yeah. I love so, that. Did you guys? Wow. Yeah. I heard I that. I really liked that. that I'm glad you had time to do that, Carrie. Thank you. Yeah. So he's my favorite. I, I actually that. wrote a play recently that got rejected to a festival. <laughs> hey. And um, I put specifically in the uh, text that they should play a song from uh, that he had composed. Uh, yes. Yeah. I love that. Well, reading it? Um, I didn't or read the, it out loud. Oh, I in see. My, in the script, <laughs> I thought you meant script. like to the place you um, like you submitted it to. You wrote in like their notes so that they should play it while they write wrote it. while no. they read your. Well, which would be which I kind of love. It's like amazing. eat like uh, like read this while eating like yeah. a toast with marmalade. Light or one something. candle. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be midday. Yes. Bring it up to a tub yeah. in the backyard with Ooh, eels and with eels. bathe naked at midnight <laughs> under a full moon. That's how I try to cure all my ailments, and Aww. I'm very sick. Do you Your think that ailment. something's going wrong? Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Okay. So, Good to know. And I just don't care. Moving enough. on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this oh, is for educational oh purposes. This What's happening right now is Jordy's holding up his phone to the yeah. mic, and this is how you do it. This, this is, is live, this baby. Is, this yeah. is life yeah. happening. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Here it is. Jeff's just coming through those mics. Oh, Jeff's giving oh, us the thumbs Jeff up. Jeff is all oh, wow. warmed up by this right now. Wow. He needs to take off his headphones. Oh, no. He's vigorously <laughs> rubbing his nips. He's, he's going Ooh, in his pocket for that easy Ooh. nip action. I love this 
combination of all of our in office dog ears are going up. What is happening? What is going anyway? Oh, does he sing? Uh, so she doesn't sing, but it's kind of like a Carlos Santana, Rob Thomas kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I will, I will let it this fade into I the past, that. but that was for educational purposes. I love that. Thank you for educating our viewers. That's the kind um, of soundtrack that plays in my head when I'm like puttering about my mm. house um, on a day where I'm just like doing chores. I'm just like, is this me? Yeah, wow. like, and you like get you're getting things done. I'm getting kind of things a thing. done. I'm um, contemplating, but you're kind of like cute about it. Yeah, I'm just like living, you know. Yeah. And it's a montage mm-hmm. that's happening. And they're oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. I'm maybe going too far into no, this please. Dave Grusin thing, I'm and it's ready. no longer interesting. Don't worry, we'll anybody uh, edit all myself. of this out. Dave Grusin is listening right now. Jordy, <laughs> he's a big but subscriber. He has so a song called an actor's life which is a montage of an actor's life what he plays (laughs) at the beginning of tootsie okay excuse me i have to go do my laundry and waking up ah the day is fresh it's a new day i'm gonna put on a a a loose turtleneck i'm gonna open these blinds and let some light Mm. pour in Ooh, what's this a new script to read Am I going to get an adventurous read on this? Okay, Gmails, what do you got for me? Wow. It's an email saying, seeking gorgeous young actor. That's oh. me. It's you. That's oh. me. Oh, I, I hope they have a quirky friend. I, I'm going to water my plants in this loose cardigan. Oh, this Ooh. is great. I'm going to have my first coffee of the day. Oh, everything's perfect. Oh, I'm going to have a loose shit right now. Uh-oh. Mm. Wait, that's not part of the movie. What? How'd that happen? Just happens. Uh-oh. Okay, I had the coffee. What? <laughs> that doesn't happen in an actor's script. And that's Actors the film. Actors don't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the music fades. Wow. wow. And Tootsie Rolls And credits. Tootsie wow. Rolls. Here we go. Tootsie Rolls. Wow. Oh, let me see your What's Tootsie a Tootsie Roll made of? Um, Email in Love. at 911. It's an emergency. Let us know because I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't want to know if you know the answer. Okay, Jordy, you brought us in a film today. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Yes. So uh, when I was a young uh, gentleman, yes. I watched this movie and I loved it. Mm. Love it. I just thought it was so beautiful. So how did like were you shown it from your parents? Yeah. Like, who, like how did oh, this happen? Was no. it on television? Yeah. No. Did you stumble or, upon it? Was it recommended? I to you? think I was just interested in when I was very young. I was very interested in movies I in general, that. and yeah. I think it was on the list. Uh, the AFI, the American Film Institute, Thank you. Yeah. List. Not to be confused with AFV, American Funny Film Videos, Videos which is no. you're also a Tom Bergeron uh, fan. <laughs> Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Tom Bergeron comes onto the screen. God bless. <laughs> Where is Tom Bergeron? If you know, please email uh, in. Allie.n. Also not America's funniest home. Oh. Video. Videos. Videos. Because they've got laughs from coast to coast. Uh, who, who's the guy before who jumped off the couch? I know who he is. He was in um, Full House. What's his name? Are you talking Bob Saget? Yes, thank you. Bob Saget. Wow. Yeah, thank you. The he Saget. The Saget. Yeah, Saget. Anyway, Jordy, so you were talking about AFI, not AFI. AFI. Yes. And, it, and so this film was on the AFI list of 100 Years, 100 Passions. Oh, yes. I love that list. Uh, I was on the list. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Barely placed, but I placed. Yeah, 99. Number 99. I'm 99. Doing fine. Thank you. Yeah. 100 with Bob Saget. Absolutely. Oh, and I respect it. 
Yeah, so I sexy. do. Um, but number one was Casablanca. Yes. I think Ooh, number two was. Ooh, I'm gonna say. Was it um, Gone with the Wind? Maybe. Probably Gone with the Wind. Right, like something of that something nature. Of I don't that know. Kind. Gotta be. And then number be. and then number seventy three was uh, the Goodbye Girl. <gasps> Hello. Uh oh. Um, which there is a is. romantic quote unquote comedy. Of course. Uh, <laughs> written by uh, Neil Simon. Neil Simon. Who's a famous playwright. Mm. Wrote uh, probably his most famous play is uh, The Odd Couple. Um, But he also wrote a whole bunch of other plays. Mm -hmm. And uh, The Goodbye Girl was one of his few just original screenplays. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. a written. And you can tell from just the the filmic elegance. Yes. Um, Say hello to The Goodbye Girl. Make it fast. Hi, I, I, I think there's been some kind of mistake. I sublet this apartment for this friend of mine. Technically, that apartment belongs to me. Now, do I come up there now? We discuss this amicably? Or One do place I... in the morning. Five minutes. The only practical solution is that we share the apartment. I'll bet. You win. Get your bags. You get the small bedroom. <sighs> We're in trouble, right? Say hello to oh! Richard Dreyfus. My kingdom for the horse! Say hello to Marsha Mason. An actor. Say hello to Quinn Cummings. I think he's kind of cute. He reminds me of a dog that nobody wants. Say hello to Neil Simon's tender, funny love story. If you don't let go of me, I am going to punch your other eye out. More than neighbors. You know it's five to six. Less than lovers. Mismatched roommates living alone together. Your lips may say no, no, but there's yes, yes in your eyes. Richard Dreyfuss and Marsha Mason in Neil Simon's first new comedy since Murder by Death. Say hello to the goodbye girl. I would say filmic elegance is a perfect way yeah. to describe yeah. the the just the oh. the shots and the landscape of this movie. So I many like it. I loved it like a warm sweater. I loved it like a vintage, so, yeah, like, nostalgic warm sweater. We've talked a lot about sweaters and rom coms yes, on this please. podcast, yes. uh, but the sweaters in this rom com oh. were on. Oof. But on actually, point. yeah, like, literally just um, this was set in 1977, yeah. so it yeah. is our oldest film we've watched yeah. so far on this podcast. Yeah. I was excited about that. Yeah. I wanted to bring like. I love that. How can yeah. I bring a little bit of history? Yeah, please. Right? Into this, yes. into this and the funny thing. thing about it, too, is it's like, clearly Carrie and I have not done our homework, and we don't <laughs> no. know enough about the history of yes. our I stopped but printing like, out my IMDb <laughs> yeah, pages. Stacy McLaughlin. Yeah, Stacey McLaughlin made fun of Carrie for printing out her out. IMDb pages. <laughs> I mentioned that I was looking at a printed page on one of the podcasts, and I was like, sad. yeah, I printed that's, the internet. Thank you. Yeah, that's rough. That's it's hard to hear. Fine. She printed out all of IMDb, Stacy. so you're responsible yeah. for those dead trees now. It's a lot. Um, it's a forest. But it is, yeah, like, it, it. this felt to me like such a classic, like, it's like, because they basically end up in a situation where they've got to be roommates. They're oh, forced no. They're forced to live get along of course they but it's in 1977 so like how many of these situations have happened before i don't know you know i haven't done my homework so write in it's (laughs) it's a big thing like the uh, idea of like is casablanca is that what happens did you say Um, casablanca casablanca classic blanca 
Casablanca? Well, the other film that I thought about talking about was literally called The Apartment, and it's the exact same thing. With Lemon. Exactly. uh, Jack Lemon and Shirley MacLaine. It's a a similar kind of vibe. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Very similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's... I feel like I watched the modern take on that, the duplex with... And, like, I legitimately think I watched the modern version of that (laughs) in, like, 2004. Possibly. I believe it. Yeah, I, I don't remember it. who was in it, but, but memorize. Yeah, that was that's the least uh, realistic thing uh, about movies that are set in this time period, like the seventies or sixties or whatever. And they're like, "This is my apartment. I live in by myself, and it's like three bedrooms." Yeah, yes, yes. Um, in New York, in New York, and you're, and you're a you're dancer like, or an actor. Mm, you, or yeah, Jesus that, Christ, this, this isn't cow. humanly yeah, possible. Like, oh. And so this film, just to uh, oh. because people want to know, they, they want. want they got to know. Thank they you. They got to know. It's our job. Um, to, uh, it this there. film stars, of course, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, uh, um, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in so long. Yeah. yeah. Good, the, right? You know, the last big film that I, I yeah. recognized him in was in a remake of The Poseidon Adventure. Oh, <laughs> glad that you watched the remake of The Poseidon Adventure. Just, I don't even know what you're talking about right I, now. So I watched enough. Out? So the Poseidon Adventure, <laughs> I, I love it. It's a, con- it's pretty much the Titanic on steroids. Yeah, of course. Where Perfect. the I saw the trailer. <laughs> the Poseidon event, the Poseidon, yes. which is a ship, yeah. hits an iceberg uh, again. Again, another iceberg. Everybody's always getting obsessed. Didn't with we it. learn the first time? Checks. Yeah. Never. Anyway, so it flips upside down, Ugh. and then they have to figure their way out to the bottom of the ship, Gee, that's which is fun. the top oh. of the ship. That's kind of fun. And the original film was 1972, which Ooh. was a big, speaking of 1970s. Oh, hello. 70s. It was a time where uh, disaster films mm. were super popular. Yeah. So Poseidon mm-hmm. Adventure. They also had The Towering Inferno. <gasps> oh, which is all about a skyscraper on fire. Isn't that a ride at Universal Studios? Uh, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror? Mm. Isn't which there? isn't, it's not the Tower of Terror anymore. It's uh, <gasps> tied in yes, with, <laughs> with uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. I think. Oh, okay. Ew, yeah. Just, not yeah. okay with that. I'm Especially sure because Chris whole... Pratt just got married to some young lady. He got married? And I'm so mad about it. Are no, you they're ugh. engaged. They're engaged. Who? Who? I don't know. Some young and young. Some Youngin, too young. She's not Anna Ferris, and that's all I care I know. about. Oh. I just like once I got divorced, I was like, I can't. I'm yeah. done hearing about Chris Pratt. All I want to yeah. hear about is Anna Ferris yeah. now, yeah. and that's that's her prerogative. Okay, one time I was on the Tower of Terror in Disneyland, and yes. um, yes, thank you. And they take a picture every time during it. I th- I think the the other people on the ride flashed the camera. Oh yeah, oh. and so they weren't allowed to broadcast the picture. And then the guy, oh. the guy was like, "We saw what you did," and Disney is not impressed. <gasps> yeah, it was real. Were you lumped in? And that? I, no, because I wasn't. I didn't flash them. But then I, right, yeah. But you know, except Walt for your Disney winning wasn't smile. known anti-Semitic, so it's also like, oh, okay. well, you know, Disney like. Yeah. I don't see that, how that connects to flashing. Yeah, yeah. you're making some leaps. Well, it seems like a bit of a leap. I'm having a hard time. I was like, what? So we can't show boobs, but you don't like Jewish people. Careful. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Careful, counselor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that, but if you had got the photo, it yeah. wouldn't have been an issue. No, but because you I'm didn't. Go I know. Back now I feel like I'm you're retaliating. Oh no, I still paid money to. Exactly. I, yeah, I also so, once went to a marine land. So yeah. you tell me who. Hey, everyone <laughs> loves marine land, and I did love it. Absolutely. Yeah, but my friends and I went because we were like, well, it's the closest amusement park. We, it was a Six Flags marine land. We're like, we oh. really want to go, but like, we were like, well, but we won't just won't look at the animals. 
Because okay. that'll help. Okay. It didn't help. Yeah, yeah didn't they'll help. really appreciate. Yeah. They'll be like, the yeah, dolphins they really didn't cared look that we at didn't look at us. <laughs> so I feel good. They were part of the problem. It helped. Yeah, yeah the money still went right to theirs. Um, so I fine. definitely did all that stuff. I don't know if you did that all in a run when you were a young person. Yeah, I did some of that, but yeah. But it was definitely like my family, when I was a kid, we went to Disneyland, mm-hmm. and then they were like, okay, a child only has about five days of focus, so of we'll go to certainly. other places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and we went to the Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. And uh, my family story of that is we went on the Tower of Terror. It was maybe 2004. Mm-hmm. Great year. Go on it. Beautiful year. <laughs> Shout Great out year. to 2004. The sequel to mm-hmm. uh, uh, the remake of The Goodbye Girl. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll be talking about yeah. that. We'll cover that. <laughs> so we went into it, and they're all like, ooh, and you know, you wait in line for an hour, and yep, you climb course. up a tower. Ugh. Yeah. I'm out lines. already. Yeah. Um, and so we go into it and we're like oh boy here we go well, and it, it drops yeah okay that's what the time and my mom what? was horrified <gasps> because she thought it was going to go up oh, oh no she assumed it was going to go up and gone so either way to be fair she still talks about it she was like i hated that they i hated me. that experience they tricked me that's they lied they to me that it was going to go up i or think did they it, was it going up and then suddenly it i think down. it's because most of those kinds of rides that are like yeah. yeah, you know they go right? up. They propel you up. They but they make up. you walk up the Tower of Terror. That is yeah. true. <laughs> exactly. Do they elevate you? Elevated you up some of it? I think they must. They, That's a I lot think of so. Things to fall. So there's down. a right. If I can remember, there's a lineup to the elevator. Yeah, and then, you take the and then the elevator has welcome yeah. to the Tower of Terror. I definitely remember this. I was also yeah. on this ride. And then you go up, and then there's another line. <laughs> Oh, guys, what if we were all on the right? same You're one? Like, what is this terror? What if we were all on the same yeah. one? Oh, yeah. then you would have heard <laughs> yeah. a seven-year-old Gary screaming. You were seven? Yeah. That doesn't so sound right. Because the Tower of Terror was built between my two okay, trips to Disneyland. Stop. So you I stop. know exactly when it was <laughs> built, stop. okay? You stop. We're going to cover how ages uh, yeah, detriment it, it, <laughs> shortly. Oh, okay, wait. Um, it's all downhill yeah. after okay. 33. If you're 33 yeah. and up, you're dead already. You're dead. Okay, you're dead on um, Okay, let's talk the goodbye girl. So Let's do it. What? Goodbye. Uh, Carrie, do you have that sweet synopsis? She did not print it off at IMDb. I she's, off. she's reading it off of her okay. smartphone, like Stacey McLaughlin, if you're listening. Like a new age uh, yeah. millennial. Mm-hmm. Saving paper. Here I go. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Stacey McLaughlin, one of the producers of Smash. Ash Comedy oh. Festival, which is a comedy festival <laughs> happening this weekend. This weekend? Okay. At, at Little Mountain Gallery. Good. This plug works. Featuring women, trans femme performers yes. in Vancouver. Oh. It's going to be so amazing. Here and today town. is Thursday, hopefully, if I put this podcast out on time. <laughs> and today, who knows what day it is if you're listening? Who knows? You could be listening at any time. I mean, okay, Carrie. Really? That was my call Guys, to Stacey McLaughlin. This is my personal hot take on this movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, bear with me. Yeah, this um, is the IMDb description. This is just okay. me off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. a former Broadway hoofer. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Carrie, I've never heard you. <laughs> Anyways, I've never heard so you. Powering through. Sorry, Carrie, I just uh, need to take you a quick rewind. A former Broadway no, hoofer. Hoofer. Yeah. Let me discover where I go with this. Okay, this hoofer. Paula McFadden, a.k.a. Marsha Mason, and her young daughter, Lucy, Lucy. a.k.a. Quinn Cummings, Firecracker. are outraged. 
to find that Paula's former lover has fled to <gasps> Europe. Mayday. And sublease their apartment to oh. hyper Chicago Uh-oh. actor Uh-oh. Elliot Garfield, Uh-oh. a.k.a. Richard Dreyfuss. Neither Marsha nor Elliot is prepared to acknowledge the other's right to the apartment, Uh-oh. but they reluctantly agree to share it. I guess we gotta be roommates now. That was the direct line from the movie. Despite their opposite natures and constant bickering, Uh-oh. when Elliot's play fails, Marsha is surprisingly affected. Uh-oh. That's the synopsis, you guys. Wow. Feels like they left a lot. <laughs> they left a lot out. You know, Oof. it's it's interesting because this movie is charming. It yeah. really is. Oh, certainly. It, I, Richard I, Dreyfus, I love it. him. I yeah. love him in it. He's beautiful. And yeah. we discuss this many times, but the aesthetic of it is beautiful. It's Oof. like this pastel muted coloration yeah. throughout. The amount of light, like muted lilac in oh. it is yeah. insane. It's yeah. honestly, I think it's, it's what hipster, and I'm quoting my fingers because I hate that term. It's quoting what hipster your is hipsters. now is mm. what that movie reflects yeah. in its aesthetic. Yeah. So I, totally. I respond Gorgeous. to it. Very yeah. Feast your eyes out, Wes Anderson. Absolutely. Like Richard yeah. Dreyfuss is a modern day hipster. Yeah. You look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, what's I happening. See I yeah. see what's happening. That's, it's crazy. that's something that I, even watching it today, and I think what I connected with when I was younger, too, was like, even though perhaps the politics of it or not. Certainly. Uh, I mean, like any, any a lot movie. of like what these people want and the way they live their lives mm. resonates mm. with me. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Even though Richard Dreyfus is not a perfect no, human being. No. When he's meditating. He's trying to connect with but he's, himself. He's, he's, he's a performer. Mm-hmm. He's searching. Performer. Absolutely. Like there were mm-hmm. certainly elements of this that I 100% identified with. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's just like I mean, growing yeah. pains in the, in the era that are mm-hmm. showing yeah like obviously every rom-com has its uh the whole genre is built it's on lies <laughs> it's a lot and it's usually a male author and yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's got its criticisms for sure we've yeah. covered that but this one given that it's the oldest movie we've watched yep. on this podcast mm-hmm. it's actually not as troublesome as yeah. one would expect i've watched yeah early 2000s oh yeah that are just as if not more more overtly Mm -hmm. worse than this movie so I will say that in its defense Mm -hmm. and it feels Um, like you're watching real human beings Mm -hmm. flawed human beings Mm -hmm. but real human beings like where a lot of romantic comedies are very idealized. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, and yeah. like everybody's perfect and beautiful. Yeah, and right. Like Liberating. I feel like everybody in this film yeah. is very realistic, mm-hmm. not perfectly beautiful. Like Richard Dreyfus is not your, you know. No. He's not your I, Channing Tatum. He's not a Channing Tatum. Channing. But he's a uh, realist. Yeah. 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 He is. He, I believed yeah. all the characters Oh, so I believed yeah. all the performances. I mean, the only character I didn't believe. Well, I mean, hysterical woman number one, i.e. the leading woman. <laughs> i.e. the woman know, we're all a woman who's supposed to identify by with. a guy. And yeah. she's just, how how could you like women if the only women you ever encountered were women written by men? Because honestly, yeah. it's a nightmare. <laughs> she was she's very stereotypical. Yeah. She yeah. just is like yeah. screechy and yelly and like mad at things that make literally no sense. And you're like... Yeah. yeah, I mean, of course you would hate her. Yeah. How could you not? Because she's just kind of... Yeah. And then at the Blocked. same time, you also dislike or hate Richard Dreyfuss as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. So it's a hard thing where You're they like, like where make both characters. The... Yeah. Yeah. Who am I rooting for? And then you just Why? like the kid. Yeah. Because the she kid's speaks... Great. She's great. I mean, she's one of those kids Lucy. where there's a line in the movie where like... Because Lucy's 10 and her mom's like... 
baby you were never a baby you were born 27 or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah 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 like, oh yeah she's one of those real smart kids they um consistently had a fun report oh very fun that i actually found delightful it was delightful because yeah. honestly in this if we're gonna consider this and like obviously we would and should um a traditional rom-com mm-hmm. The daughter would almost be the best friend. She was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She was the Judy Greer of this film. She was really pushing, totally. like, girl, she you was. deserve better. Oh, he's yeah. just going to leave you. Or, you know your worth. But then every once in a while, she'd be like, I got to go to my homework now. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you're a child. You're yeah. a child you're in a broken home. doing your yeah. homework. Yeah. Or, like, the Carrie Fisher. Yes. Character. Yes. Thank you. Um, Carrie Fisher would play it great. Yeah. She's so good. Uh, I mean, this isn't the film we're talking about, but Carrie Fisher is really great in When Harry Met Sally. Oh, absolutely. And so we good. have covered it, so we have okay, yes, good. Okay. I, game again. I, yeah. I, I yeah. don't want to carry, carry on. Carry on, my <laughs> way, But no, Carrie Fisher is, I mean, <laughs> she's a dream and everything. I love Carrie absolutely. Fisher very much. Yeah, and so such a realistic, mm. earnest character in When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I appreciated about and I don't normally, I don't go on record saying this, uh, enjoy watching child actors. Yeah, yeah. that's super I find valid. them painfully annoying, and they I hate when they are. move plot, and yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> Lucy, this character who I've, yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with yeah. as an actor or anything, but I found her very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I hope she has a good I career. That. And yeah. here's yeah, a question. She, like, she really has a good future. I'm I sure. feel yeah. like we'll she's see a lot more of her. 50 years yeah. old now. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Okay, well, if she's over 33, she's dead. Yeah. So here's a question though. The the lead female character mm-hmm. in this film is 33. But my question is, as far as the sitcoms you've watched, what is the general age? Yeah, it's a of good sitcom. I think it depends because I, I I mean like Friends, they're like mid twenties at the beginning, mm-hmm. then they grow into their mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. But like Sex in the City, she's got to be she's forty, isn't she? Right. Like she must be in her thirties. I think she most starts out late thirties like 30, yeah. into early forties. I believe. Okay. You know, yeah. what, what's right the Seinfeld gang? What uh, gang? What are they? Cause I, I think mean, they're late George 30s. and Elaine are reading pretty differently for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I would agree. But I think George yeah. has been 40 since he was. And George kind of reminds me of Richard Dreyfus. I'll say that too. Yeah. In a weird way. I find oh, them both I find very... Richard Dreyfus so much more charismatic. Than I George. agree. Yeah, yeah. I feel like George is just like a Jason Alexander bitch. is like, like George. Like yeah, get he, yourself together, buddy. He's like Richard Dreyfus, but like turned up to an 11. Yeah, he's on like the I'm wrong useless. I'm like yeah, the wrong he, not. No, there is uh, what, what do we call in the past? Like it's like the rom com death age, which is 30. Yeah, like if 30 you're 30, plus. you're dead. You're dead. You're, <laughs> you're dead. dead and you're done. And good luck finding love. Oh, God. If you still got a pulse. Of, yeah, the amount of people who've in the rom coms have been like, I'm almost 30. Or like, yeah. I'm 30. Whenever I hear that line, yeah, I swear like, to God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one had pretty good. Because, uh, you know, once her lover, Tony, leaves her. She's Tony. Because like, she's a dancer. And she's he's like, you can go back to dancing. She's like, dancing? I'm 33. I can hardly walk anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. she has a full tantrum. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Which Later, her daughter consoles so her she's, on. She's at a dance audition and someone's like, oh, how do you feel? And she's like, so old. She's 33. Yeah. And 33. every single shot of her, that's the sort of thing that I, I think is very problematic about this film mm-hmm. is that the the man's artistic uh, experience is propped up oh, and made and worthwhile. Is. And hers is... 
a detriment to her job. actual progress well, in life. Yeah. She actually like struggles because she's a dancer. She's also like hawking cars. Like yeah. she has really no artistic integrity because she's so old now that she's mm-hmm. considered obsolete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas his career has no reflection on his age. We have no idea how mm-hmm. old he no. is or anything like it that. N- but his career, we watch as a B-plot in this movie, whereas her career has nothing to do with it, even though it would mean her own independence, which is the whole basis of their relationship right now. She doesn't have any independence, so she has to living with with this man. Before this uh, story even begins, or the film begins, she has given up. Yeah, uh, we can kind of assume oh, that she's given yeah. up her artistic progress yeah. because she's just being supported by Absolutely. this because man. There, there is that line where she's like, "Yeah, that one guy's like, hey, Paula, or whatever." I haven't seen you in two years. Yeah. Where have you been? I didn't know. I thought you gave up dancing, and she's like, "I did. I just gave it up for the wrong guy." Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like an issue of I can't believe I did that. It was just I picked the wrong one. You know, women at, in that era for I mean, sure yeah. is like I think you go as women far as were you legally need to. allowed to have credit cards in like 1963 or something you were allowed to have your own credit card so it was somewhere because i know it's like i remember looking at the date and be like oh shit that's after my mom was born like my grandma couldn't have a credit card until after my mom was already born like night in like 1960 sometimes couldn't legally have a credit card so it's like only 10 years after that and if you think about when she was born so 1977 if she's 30 30 33 like she was born Yikes. at least 1945, whatever. Yeah, and like so, ugh. yeah, a huge <sighs> part of her reality was like, dependence yeah. on, men. on men. And that's really. the thing is like he's not super comical. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you try but, to find the humor, but it's, people um, <laughs> see if you can find the comedy. Yeah, in see if you can find what's the, the humor. To um, but we live in like a, a capitalist, capital-based. Uh, culture Mm -hmm. and so for many years the easiest or the most possible route to capital for Mm -hmm. women was through finding a man with capital most successful and most expected yeah Yeah. and it was the most expected Mm -hmm. exactly i definitely see why women who you know came of age in the 60s 70s and 80s especially have that kind Mm -hmm. of expectation placed upon them absolutely kind of like if i may like short term planning sorry carrie you may not i no sorry may i approach the bench no Nope. Yes, okay. no, please. Okay. Please do, but nope. just keep in mind that we said no first, and then okay. we said yes. And then everyone stopped talking, and, and that's, that's the edit point. And then we played um, a Dave Grusin song. Yes, Dave and, and I, Carrie did our work. I come in confidently with this statement. And then um, here's uh, Kelly Clarkson's Miss Independent. <laughs> <laughs> Just short term planning for women, yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. I just need to. I'm just gonna pursue as much as I can I until I find my man, yeah. and then I'm just gonna drop everything yeah. and live for them. Betty Draper was a model before she met Don. Absolutely, you know yeah. that's what happens. Is you're like, hey, yeah. you're pretty, or this. You kind of like stumble into like you're a dancer, model, mm-hmm. like whatever those early like very female centric careers were yeah. until you I found was a, a successful I was a man. school teacher yeah. and then you know, yeah. and then I I started raising families and stuff yeah. which is fine like no shade on no, any of, of that but it's like that was the only for, for agency that be, yes like yeah. she was struggling oh, God, she yeah. had to live she with had a, a stranger that yeah. she never met with her daughter yeah like that's actually 
they handled it in a way where it was like fun and quirky, but it's but had the music been my, different, yeah, <laughs> it's I would have like if that was my situation, yeah, yeah if you would have changed the the lighting and the music on yeah. the yeah. film, yoikes, nightmare. That's like nightmare. those um, re-edits of the trailer for Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. that are like oh, I haven't seen that transform it into a horror film yes, because like this stalker husband Absolutely. dresses so many of them. up. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's how you present it. Now here is that. Here's a question: What Ooh, if this film? It. What if um, the daughter uh, can see ghosts? Oh, hello. Okay, and Richard Dreyfus has been dead the whole time. And Richard Dreyfus is dead the whole time. Okay, so he's a hot ghost. That's like Casper meets. Yeah, yeah. Casper meets ghosts. Because ghost. she has a very <laughs> Haley Joel Osment oh, yeah, that's she's true. vibe. Yeah. Is. In this film, like she knows more than what the adults know. So exactly. Like the weirdest thing about Haley Joel Osment is that everything. The creepiest part about him is that his he looks everything. exactly the same now. Yeah. That's the yeah. He's just thing kind of grown Haley. out it's just the like same this. face. He's like grown. A yeah. His it's really face frightening. Is kind of I mean, I respect grown. it. I get but like bless. honestly, people look at my face. You don't glow up. I scared people. Um, oh, sorry guys, that's just a personal share. <laughs> just kidding. I know I'm gorgeous. Uh, that yes, was just a real you are. Um, wow. Write in exactly. if you think I am absolutely gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> write in to People Magazine, uh, subheading Most Beautiful People of 2019. Oh. And put my name at the top. This is your year, Ellie. Thank you, Carrie. Year. Yeah. Thank you. It's also my year. You're so back blow up. I'll fucking see, okay? Because yeah. As, according out. to every rom-com, I'm dead, so I need this. <laughs> Yeah. You're done and you're dead. Either playing a uh, Margaret Thatcher <laughs> oh, in biopic. I'm Iron Lady. <laughs> yeah. um, for Margaret I'm Thatcher. But Abby, Maggie <laughs> Smith, new, hold your horses. Olivia Coleman is the new queen, oh, right? Oh, oh, so I do want to oh, see that. Be so good. Yeah, oh, we're I love her. I'm gonna watch it. I seen. I saw it sporadically, but she is so good in the favorite. I haven't seen oh, the favorite yet. And I'm, I'm so excited. excited. She'll play an amazing the thing, the queen. The series, I'm, well, I've seen her in a lot of things. She was in Fleabag. You guys seen Fleabag yes. uh, with, uh, what's her fucking name? Phoebe. Uh, yeah, Bridges. Uh, yes, oh. Waller Bridge. Waller Something like that. Something like that. Uh, She's amazing. She's also writes uh, Killing Eve, which yeah. I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, but I also watched her in Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Oh. Yeah. Who killed Daniel Latimer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my goodness. I don't want to ruin... I, I don't want Danny Latimer. I just love The twist, Danny, Danny, but oh. I remember very distinctly when she finds out who killed <gasps> Danny Latimer. Uh-oh. And sh- the response on her oh. her face is just so amazing. She's amazing. Oh. I love Olivia Coleman. so much. She's fantastic. So anyway, so... Yeah, sorry. Can't so great acting. Oh, What amazing. was our favorite part oh. of... There, were, there, there were some, some great parts. Film. I mean, the, one Big of my moments. favorite parts is that so basically they decide to, no, I love that. They decide to kind of like move in together. The first night, Richard Dreyfus, it's like one of those classic things where he's just like antagonizing her. He's playing his guitar at 3 a.m. He wakes yeah. up nude. in the nude. Yeah, and you loved all this. Yeah, I <laughs> loved it. And he's playing guitar at 3 a.m. in the nude. She comes in. She's like, what the first fuck night, are you doing? First night. First night. First squatting first night, in her squatting home in her that home. she was newly dumped in. Yeah. And yeah. the guy sublet and it to this like, strange man. Yeah. yeah. Who's forced himself into this home. And he's just like, whatever. And he's so, but he's like being like, what? Like, this is my house too. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? It's the first night. Yeah. Just like, like just be normal. 
And then he wakes her up at like quarter to six or something by yep. meditating like you do in the 70s and you say, um. Loudly. Which yeah. now we all use apps, With incense. Guys. Yeah. Right? Like it has to be this now cool stage setup. Now we just use an app setup. and it's just like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I hate meditation apps, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I've got feelings. Oh. Thank you. Sorry, if you want me to sit there and do nothing, then Why? Why? Okay. It's garbage. So and it's, I'm mad about it. Okay. Yeah. So now you're I just hate fighting. Yeah. Just like emptying meditating. your mind. Yeah. To yeah, that's garbage. Allow. And I'm bored. I'm okay. bored. So. Can I play okay. TV while I meditate? No. Well, it feels well, like you might to. be against meditation. Yeah. You're saying like, I'm not I very good. I feel like I'm really I, bad at meditating. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm app. feeling. Right I, I don't want to <laughs> assume. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But I, it makes me very angry. I, I can't meditate. And what does that say about me? We'll never find out. Okay. But what's so, it about Richard Dreyfuss? Richard Dreyfuss. More so I, Yeah, the thing I hate about him is it's like, I don't know. It always happens in rom coms, or like honestly, real life. When like a like someone antagonizes someone else, and they're like, "What? Hey, I wasn't doing anything. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm just playing guitar in my yeah, nudity. What's wrong? And it's just like, fuck you, Richard. Yeah, Harris, go get, you go know what you're doing. Poop in your own face. You know what? You're Which doing. is physically impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Fine. Yeah. Guys. Oh my god! Let, uh, we uh, we need to talk about the dancing leotards in this film. Ooh. Yeah, because we do. We do. All the dancers had yeah. amazing outfits, and it just yeah. like every time I see a dancing leotard, I'm like, do they just wear whatever they want with tights? Yeah. And it always looks so cool to me. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You can wear a sweater. Right. You yeah. Can wear a button up oh. sweater, a button up oh. pullover, with a leotard. Oh. and they all know what they're doing, and I love that. Honestly, yeah. uh, here I hope I'm not alone in saying that I could have watched the first 15 minutes of Black Swan. Forever. Of course, yeah. The mm. la- the the other probably what a hundred minutes of Black Swan were scary. The and moment I was where scared, she goes into the bathroom and, and she has oh, a cuticle. No, no. me not liking. No. And I, <laughs> no. at that point, I was like, I'm okay. I got a bit for the fu- first out. Fu- like yeah. two minutes of the trailer where I watched. I it, like I remember watching the Black Swan trailer for the first time and I was like, I'm sorry, Natalie Portman, Mila Kunis, yes. a ballerina movie. Yes. I was like, okay. I am here for yeah. this. Checking all those I boxes. I was so ready. Yeah. And then creepy stuff started yeah. happening. And that's what happens when like dumb people get involved. I'm like, yeah. where's our ballerina movie? Yeah. I just yeah, wanted to ball- we wanted to bring it. it on yeah. ballerina style Absolutely. with Natalie Portman mm-hmm. and Mila Kunis. It. And then mm-hmm. weird bird shit had to get involved. And yeah. I'm mad still. I'm still mad about Black Swan. Absolutely. You know what's a great movie that you should check out if you're into you know, like ballerinas. It's about ballerinas. <gasps> uh oh. It's, it's it's called the Red Shoe. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh. Re- and it's a 1940s movie. Oh my goodness. Okay. And it's beautiful. <gasps> and it's about ballerinas. Oh. And it, it 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 is kind of dark, but it's not nearly as dark. As I just want it to be like yeah. regular dark. Yeah. Not yeah. Like, like in the right it's, amount of it's not melancholy. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You'll never like go like oh, metaphysical oh, comes yeah. in no. for no It's reason. mostly just like a romantic thing and then uh the score is beautiful yeah red the red shoe shoe. shoe. check it out i am a hundred percent check it out and it has like a 20 minute interlude that is just like dance uh, of dance of (gasps) ballet dance the dance the dance of the red shoes um and it's uh martin scorsese's (gasps) favorite film actually yeah oh yeah okay very curious very quirky Yeah. His favorite feeling. Okay. Like it's like, wait, don't you know? So that? I watched um I watched Pete Holmes recently yeah. do a special. Yeah. And he talked about how the only race that you can make fun of now is Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, feel I agree. That's so accurate. Yeah. Because 
I've definitely seen so many, and I've been a part of so many mm-hmm. improv scenes where people are just like, uh, a spaghetti. Yeah. I love that. And if and Raquel Belmonte is that's yeah. like, that I mean, is... it's so funny to me because I don't see Italians as a race. No. Is that crazy? But if you want 100 years, 100 years back, ago, they, yeah. right? They would be. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about cultural. I, so at, honestly, I think we put a lot of that up to Raquel Belmonte. Yeah. We've yeah. Been. Yeah. I will leave so it to So thank you, Raquel, um, yeah. for She's done the work. Of, yeah. Um, She's done it all. And I'm proud of her. To let um, us. Um, yeah. I so yeah, and like I watched the dragon's egg. No, what's that? Dragon's egg? Dra- drag? I don't know. Game of Thrones? The game. Of, I watched the game of dragon's egg. The game. What of the is dragon's the game of dragon's eggs? Oh, shoot, it's the dragon's is- son. Dragon. I, I, I mean, I, I the just dragon don't know what this prince. Is. The dragon prince. Oh, oh the Raquel Raquel Shout out, Raquel is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to yeah. shout her out. Raquel's on Dragon Aww. Prince. I was so excited when Previous I heard her guests. voice. Yes, yeah. yeah, she's Claudia in the Dragon yeah. Prince on Netflix, she's and in it has the a season two yeah. is coming out. Announced. I don't know when it's coming out. It's coming out. Yeah, it's very true. So that's beautiful representation of Italian Canadians. Only use her voice, which is what Netflix. Is also monopolizing also. on so yeah that's we're we're basically at the same level as Netflix yeah so yeah this is a Netflix podcast yeah <laughs> thank you um, Netflix for everything thank you so sweet of you guys to bless, offer everything bless, bless, to bless. us so our dueling uh, mattress ads oh Casper they're gonna be and, uh, uh, amazing something. um let's get to the part of the podcast Memory where film. or the movie where Richard Dreyfus inexplicably changes changes his mind about yes. our leading lady and decides to start Ugh. kissing her. Uh, and she's like, no, don't. And he says, your lips may say no, no, but I'm hearing yes, yes. 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 So, well, um, I think he grabs her butt and then he locks her in the bathroom with him. Yes. Yeah. In the so, house that they both have to live in. But it's like uh, really romantic. It's so romantic. But weirdly, it is, it is, it is a like high so romance moment of right? this film. Yeah. You know what? This is, and you know, yes, this was a common theme throughout this movie, and then the watching of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's 1977. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Like yeah. this was what romance looked like, yeah. and we flag it now yeah. as yeah. problematic. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it oh, honestly too. reminds me of Carrie Fisher and um, Harrison Ford in Star Wars. Absolutely. Like that is absolutely. Right. He just keeps chasing her, yes. and she's like, "No, no, no!" It's and then that, eventually, she's like, "Yeah, but I like it when yes. you chase and me." I'm pushing that pull. I think that might have been the dance of yes. romance I think yes. in that was. time period. Exactly. Or up until like, a, like. A few years ago, in terms yeah. of rom-com. I think about February last year, yeah. it was. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's what it was. <laughs> that and was what still flirting. The was. ones that were in post production, yeah. they're still coming out. But yeah. you know, there's yeah. still it still exists right in a guys? weird way because there's that like there's people like you. It, it happens in um, when Harry met Sally, where yeah, they have were. all those people who are yes. telling old like stories yeah. of when they met, uh, yeah. and it's like. I wrote her 25 letters yes. and I sent her and she said yeah. no to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then 20 the 26. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 26? Yeah. She said yes. And it's now we call like, that stalking. And yeah, we yeah. That to it's harassment. Local. A lot of stuff that we would consider yeah. harassment and stalking was just like a was like, how yeah, to yeah. visit yeah. it. Yeah, you, you, you was like wearing someone down. To push through. Yeah. Well, it's like that scene of the notebook too, which I'm sure we'll do eventually in this podcast. But oh, like, yeah. where is that uh, a comedy? Is that a romantic right? comedy? Yeah. Well, we're so <laughs> loose on it. <laughs> uh, but actually, I believe like rom coms like 
uh, romantic movies goes right around. I think yeah. it's, it does have it's on a Titanic in one day, and that's yeah. not a yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, yeah. most of the yeah. roms that are trying to be coms aren't coms. Yeah. Um, come on. Yeah. We or laughed roms. maybe once in yeah. this yeah. movie. Right? <laughs> and it might have been an uncomfortable oh, laugh, right? Yeah, like an awkward laugh. But that one scene where Ryan Gosling is like, like he won't. He's climbed up the Ferris wheel and he oh, like yeah. he's like I won't like I'm gonna let go if you don't go out with me. Yeah, and I'm she was like, "What?" And she's like, don't. "Fine, I'll go out yeah. with you." But she's like, oh, "But I find it kind of cute." Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's just like a thing. It's women need to it's be like, coerced yeah. into relationships. Like we have to be fighting off, or like all that criticism of uh, well, oh, maybe it's cold uh, outside. Maybe it's yeah. cold so outside. So people were t- people were talking about this over Christmas. Uh, you know, because it sounded date rapey. Of course, stop us from that. Uh, <laughs> putting on a song that sounds date rapey. But uh, but then people were like, no, but it's real historical context. It's yeah, like within that, that women context. weren't allowed to say that they wanted to stay the night. To so they maintain their reputation. Yeah. yeah, so they had to pretend to say no. Yeah. So basically, it's such a weird like cultural thing where like women had to pretend to say no. Yeah. But it was also... They had to be like, no, I don't want to. And then they had to wait for the man to like basically coerce them so that it could still be proper. Which so yeah. really is worse. Because oh, now the so women don't worse. even have a say in their own so reactions like, to like, what's happening. Taught that like when people say when women say no, it's like oh don't take it seriously though because yeah no 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 again uh, to uh, quote Richard Dreyfus in his Academy Award winning performance (laughs) Academy Academy Award winning award winning (laughs) he said your lips may say no no but I'm hearing yes yes this is what is the kind of undercurrents of the like problematic stuff of this Mm -hmm. movie is for sure like. Yeah, they are living together out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, she is vulnerable and dependent yep. on all men that come into her life. Yep. He kind of takes advantage of this yep. in like moments where he feels things are going good. He's mm-hmm. excited about life, and he's suddenly like, "Hey, you're you know pretty and amazing, and now I'm into this." Yeah. And like the movie basically ends just to jump to the end here is he's got this amazing opportunity. Of yeah. course. His career. Oh, I'm fucking killing it. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, okay, you go. I've learned to say goodbye yeah. easily. And now. I'll wait for you. I'm yeah. the goodbye girl. I will wait for you. Yeah. You know, if you Jesus. come or go, I don't Fucking even care. Christ. But then he calls her uh, again on the phone, same phone booth he called her in the beginning to yeah. like plead for the place that he basically subletted, um, non romantic. But then she's just like, that sealed it for me. I know this is going to be good for the long term. And I'll I'm in wait all the way. You. I'm putting all my eggs in this basket yeah. and the movie ends. <laughs> and it's yeah. like to Hollywood. And the, like, the same thing right? that is her other Tony did at the beginning of yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just like, where? what's the takeaway here? And I'll give the benefit of the doubt of that what they were trying. Yes. Yep, and maybe I, I know where you're going with this. There's it 1977 that, good intention yes, in here for with sure. With that, maybe, yes. perhaps, the whole thing was that her perception yeah. of this has changed. Absolutely. Mm. We feel like she's been softened or won over by this mm-hmm. experience. But so what is what is her thing? What yeah. what is her life? Her thing is well, that she it. waits for men and she has a daughter. And she has a daughter and, and she, she waits for men and she likes to dance and, and she likes to the, shop. Because also the job yeah. she gets is she is a show woman for Subaru because yeah. they use hot women to sell cars. Yeah. <laughs> so she's a hot woman, but she's also 33, so she's yeah. basically dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we dead. also haven't touched upon... <laughs> 
the B plot of this movie, mm. which is Richard Dreyfuss's career, because he is going to be in Richard the Third. Which, first <laughs> of all, okay, I have a bone to pick with Shakespeare. Thank you. Not Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Okay. Who, who gives a shit? Okay, it is four hundred years later. Yeah. Do we still need to be putting on Shakespeare plays every year? There are Uh-oh. like there are Jordy, new stories. Ooh, what's, what do you think? There are here? new stories out there. Uh, Jordy, you know way more about theater than I do. What is your hot okay. take on this? Okay, my hot take on Shakespeare Hello. is the I are coming out. um you know so hmm well and also back to you. Are you scared of big Shakespeare? Exactly. Am I big? Uh, yes. No big Shakespeare controls. Like sure, yeah. Like do like do a Shakespeare play every year, but it's just like I will say because I'm I'm, so I'm an English major, right? And so lots I, of I Shakespeare. Appreciate the nuances of yeah. the language, the poetry Great. of it. But yeah, every year is this. I mean, stories for year well, after year after year after year after year, year. Yeah, how many interpretations of the same I, thing are I we going to see? More modern fucking Shakespeare. If I may guys. take my my genuine hot Please. take, because I do have lots of feelings. <gasps> about Tell me this more for sure. I feel that. uh I'm a contemporary playwright, mm-hmm. and I think that people use Shakespeare um, without actually really thinking about the work or why mm-hmm. they're using mm-hmm. yeah. that play mm-hmm. or why they're putting on that play. They're just like, oh, we'll put on a Shakespearean play. And then there's certain companies in Vancouver who are quite popular. Mm-hmm. And we're going to name them right now. And here we'll they are. And the important people in them. <laughs> The Blimblorg Flimblorgs. Oh, the Flimblorgs. Oh, they're the oh, worst. Um, they grind my ears. They really get in they blow my... blow my potatoes. Um, it's kind of like, exactly, they've been done. And so mm-hmm. people try to find very novel ways to perform them. Mm, yeah. But I don't need to see a version of Twelfth Night where all the characters are mermaids and no. it happens on Mars. Yeah. Um, which is what people do because mm-hmm. they're trying to find interesting ways mm-hmm. to present... Uh, another important aspect of Shakespeare mm-hmm. is that it's free. You can you can yeah. use Shakespeare yeah, that is true. and for do whatever free. you want yeah, with them for free. True. As where if I write a play, I have to be checked on with all of the rights. Mm-hmm. I have to be, yeah. a lot of stuff has mm-hmm. to happen if somebody is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that Shakespeare teaches us. Yeah. But... I think that there should be more space given to new works. And then also playwrights should be informed by Shakespeare more because the plays that Shakespeare wrote were popular for the masses. They were interesting. Mm -hmm. They were lively. They Mm -hmm. were full of violence and action and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of playwrights now, they think they have to write very small, quiet, nuanced little plays, niche plays. Yeah, slice of life. It's like, write about the kings and queens. Exactly, write about about big big things. Oh, I love that. It's so true. But a large scale, but like, a relatable thematic kind of like exactly. and I like the thought of Moments. plays written for the yeah. masses too. Yeah. That's right? What are yeah. the what are the large scale uh plays written for the masses mm-hmm. today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, instead of just trying to take Shakespearean plays and like make them fit into the modern today. age. Like how 2016 when a certain gentleman became president. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> they made Julius gentleman Caesar. Gentleman is a lovely word. I, I so kind. Try to be, kind. I try to be neutral. Wow. <laughs> we would say shitbag around. <laughs> so when a certain shitbag yes. became uh, president, <laughs> they made that shitbag into Julius Caesar 
And I'm like, but Julie Caesar is yeah. not no. this person. No. It's, it does not work. Yeah. So don't. just write a play and, and how interesting about would be to actually this person. See, because yeah. the, the circumstances Absolutely. that led up to that shitbag becoming resident are incredibly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So Especially it's, after the golden, beautiful man that some of us really admire, uh, both physically and Mentally. Emotionally. Talking about Obama. Barack Obama. Obama. Yeah. Barack Obama. My beautiful, uh, I love that quote in Big Mouth where uh, uh, they're talking about yeah. Obama and they're like, oh, do you miss him? And the other character's like, every day. Oh. Every day. Oh, my God. Okay, I love Barack it's Obama true. and Big Mouth so much. Exactly. Hey! It's me. There's contemporary hey, plays. What you going to do? <laughs> I love what you're so random. Ah, you're so random, Steve. Hi, Nick Kroll. If you're listening, that was my Nick best Kroll. impression of you doing. Yeah, that was. <laughs> no, not Steve. It's what's it's the bad horrible muscle. Yeah. Rick? No, what I, you gonna do? What is that one? Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. The Sun Pepper Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you watch Big Mouth, it's the best thing that's ever it's happened to television. Charming. It is an it's animated beautiful. series, and normally I can't watch animated series. Uh, because uh, something about it, like, I think I get less tied into, even though if I find them funny, I get less tied into, like, the emotional plot of them yeah, somehow. Like, sure. But Two. Big Mouth, I'm glued to it. Yeah. yeah. I want to know everything about these children. Yeah. They're amazing. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I also want to hear Maya Rudolph's voice in my head <gasps> every day. Forever. Because she's an angel. I just want her to narrate uh, my life and uh, to give me good, sage, moral advice. Uh, and my, my favorite, um... Uh, Maya Rudolph moment mm. and it's hard to find but it is somewhere on YouTube tell me more is she does this artist this disco artist from the 70s called Sil- Sylvester mm-hmm. and he was like this okay. gay sort of androgynous performer mm-hmm. and he did a song called Do You Wanna Funk? Uh, do you, yes I have do seen Do You that. Wanna Funk? Yes! Yeah and yeah. she does that song, and it's uh, amazing. Oh, and of course she does. Yes. And now I, I need to. Did she do it on SNL? Because I certainly she did have that seen on SNL this. as yeah. a host. Yeah. And did you know she's? Oh, um, she did it as a, as a monologue. Yes, yes. A pro- as a part of her monologue. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've and seen she, that monologue. Yes. And she's also Minnie Ripperton's daughter. Yes, who's a famous uh, for doing. Loving you is easy. Hardest notes to hit or yes. whatever, yeah, yes. like super high, notably one of uh, the hardest yeah. to hit. Yeah. Want to hit it's up our Maya Rudolph podcast, loving Maya. Yeah, Maya Rudolph, loving Maya. Listening. I love you so much. Yeah. I love her every what's part a, of her. What's lovely too is Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig actually Ugh. both have very good singing voices. Yes, yes. and they Ugh. would often joke sing together. And uh. I was like, is that my life? I was like, yeah. I can a I? Singer? I jump in. I also have a beautiful singing voice. Unfortunately, my singing voice um, is atrocious. As has been proved on this podcast. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I'll sing to you now. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> amazing. Uh, so, guys, okay. time is trekking on. Time and is trekking Jordy, on. We must ask you yes. if you could create a podcast yes. at any time, any mm-hmm. place, anyone could be in it. What or not podcast? Wow. Yes. Don't create a podcast. Don't create a podcast. This is enough. No, okay? I, enough. Uh, okay. Uh, me and There's my partner enough. created a podcast Shut called up. the <laughs> Oral Tradition. Bleep it out. Did she have one? Oh, you do. You told we me about this. But we've, we've sort of put it on hiatus. But, but, but there's episodes available. Yeah, still. episodes available so on YouTube out. and iTunes called the Oral Tradition. Uh, I love this. And hey, if it gets popular again, we'll we'll Yay. keep pumping them out. And we'll be I your next it. guest. Yes, we didn't do guests, but I feel like guests are the secret to keeping a podcast going. You just want to hang out with friends. 
friends. Right? This oh, is all of this podcast. That's really yeah. Nice, by the so way. I think we we're probably going to do that. I love that. Anyways. We'll, we'll be there next Tuesday. Um, anyway, Jordy, <laughs> if you could create a rom-com, what, tell us everything about it. Who's in it? What's okay. happening? So I think my favorite film mm. that has romantic undertones and also Ooh. is comedic is Her. Oh, intrigue! Yeah. Of those things, Joaquin. right? Joaquin, 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 uh, Joaquin. and also I um, love the color tones in that film. Yes, oh, that and other mustache. actress. What's her name? Oh my god, Scarjo, Scarjo, yeah, as Scarjo. the voice. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, my favorite, uh, and I also love uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotlight. Oh, oh that is actually mind. my favorite rom com. Is it? Yeah, I find it romantic yeah. and comedic, and to this beautiful. day, I. So I think because we think so much about uh, politics, like in this time, Mm -hmm. we think so much about politics Mm -hmm. and so much about um, the technology that we use. I think my um, preferred, like if I was going to create a Mm rom-com, it would be a romantic comedy that involves like the incorporation of technology and how we interact Mm -hmm. with technology and then also with regards to a specific it would probably have some sort of dystopian aspect to it it so what is a romantic comedy what is harry met sally When it happens in the world of the mm-hmm. Hunger Games, oh, like, uh, like yeah. we're talking yes. almost post-apocalyptic, exactly like dystopian. Like what happens this. when you live? Because uh, something I think about a lot is that our dystopic is another person's reality. Yeah, like we think something Normalized. is dystopic, but another part of the world yeah. exists mm-hmm. in that right yeah. now. That um, is so true. I don't even necessarily need to create this story, but I'd love to see what a romantic comedy in another part of the world looks like. Oh, what is yeah. what is a romantic comedy in Saudi Arabia? What is a romantic nice. comedy in uh, Burma mm-hmm. looks like? Like just like a subjugated people, mm-hmm. and what is their version of finding mm-hmm. humor and love in a subjugated environment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. That is amazing. And I love that. It's yeah. very, it's very uh, non-specific. But I love, I love it. that. I love. But I, that's what I want to see more of. You and know I, what? Yeah, the one, the closest thing I've seen to something like this, which is, it's not really similar, but it, it, it's made by a community that's not Hollywood, is I've seen a Mormon rom-com. Oh my god! Created by oh the Mormon god. community for Mormons and yeah. for nobody else. Yeah, and it's created around. Uh, it's called the the RM, the Return Missionary. Yeah, it's about a missionary when they've come back. Oh when, and when you're a missionary in the Mormon world, you go away for two years. If you're a man, you go away for like two years when you're 19. Yep. and then you come back and you basically just get married. And so yeah. I've seen a rom com in that in that world. Yeah, and I almost want like I I would love to see other things where it's just like created by one community for yeah. that community. And I want to like, see their version. Yeah, of a rom com. Yeah, because I feel like it's so easy for um, for it to become a thing of if it's a, especially if it's a, a community that is persecuted or subjugated that it becomes like a tragedy. Like oh, how mm. miserable mm-hmm. yeah. this person's experience is. But yeah. I. In my experience, in the small amount that I am a part of a, a marginalized community, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's really valuable to see what love and humor looks like yeah. in that community because it's also a way for yes. people to connect. 
right with that community because as soon as you see like oh these people have a sense of humor these people yeah. you're so right. and like yeah. what connects people more than love and laughter laughter right? exactly you know I mean? like those are the two heartstrings like, oh that also yeah. happens yeah. yeah and if it's, you can relate to anyone on that level but told in a different yeah. guise in a different lens that's one thing we've reiterated on this podcast oh, it's like yeah. hollywood if you're listening which you're certainly yeah not, obviously you're not tell well it's like expand like, the horizon rom-coms are expand white the horizon. and heteronormative like yeah. look at like, um, crazy rich asians yeah like, right it Absolutely. was one, and, and like and the t- two of the biggest films this year mm-hmm. were black. I'm sure you've talked about this already, but like the two of the biggest films this year were Black Panther, yeah, and Crazy Rich Asians, and people are just looking for variety, That's and like an ex- expansion, yeah. and it's just of, like it's crazy because like you know we've talked too about like how incredibly yeah. heteronormative rom coms are, which obviously yes. is the genre that we pick, yes, but it's we, absolutely we insane that. that there's no like like I can't think of a single like light fun queer romp through uh, yeah. romance. And it, yeah. Which is without insane. The, without totally. a sign of like, tragedy or no, like, all like danger or yeah, yeah peril or yeah. just like just yeah, in the context just, of just yeah. romance and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Levity. Yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's always got to be told with some kind of like tilt. Yeah. Especially yeah. in like uh, the filmic like yeah. environment well, because there's the sitcoms that have the, like romantic you know, like the yeah. white queer characters, uh, the white absolutely. straight people helped everybody through everything we went in there we were like we know what to do yeah, we're white getting saviors. out of here you. yeah you guys know like when we go down to mexico and help build yeah. houses that helps right when all the high school students raise money to go to what Mexico to build that houses that helps go yeah and they build yeah a i went today about the <laughs> charity that built merry-go-rounds to pump water out of villages in sub-saharan africa and they just like replaced pumps with these merry-go-rounds and they did more harm than good and it really broke my heart yeah. and the people in the villages were like yeah they didn't even tell us we were coming um, they just the went children. in and built them i i to connect it to my own experience like i feel like as a queer person i think about as you were mentioning mm-hmm. how there's so few uh, narratives that show positive light mm-hmm. yes. queer stories yes. and so I have I can imagine as a young person searching for right? those kind yeah. of narratives that kind of will support you and mm-hmm. give you life to carry on in your yeah, experience right? and not being able to find those that's what art is like you need yeah. those you know that's you need fine. to see yourself reflected in culture and in art and in a positive way in a positive oh. way yeah and it's so hard that it's not, like, happening. I don't know. I just, because it's hard because it's, like, we're all grown. But I just want it to be being created for the people who are growing up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know? that, that yeah. truly is. Like, the people who desperately, they don't have the, necessarily the faculties to understand who they are or what the yeah. world is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're creating that as, mm-hmm. as it's happening. And yeah. to not be reflected or not yeah. to have those yeah. parameters to help guide them is, like, Ugh. a detriment. Totally. That will only be truly experienced years Well, I mean, the detriment that we've all been living through is that everyone's been learning about how to do romance how to through do rom-coms <laughs> that are broken. <laughs> like, right. Is exactly. that why we're doing this case study now also, in the yeah. form of a podcast? We're like, uh-oh, yeah, the thing is, I yeah. get it now. So after we watched this movie, which we bought off of YouTube, by the way, we did, very easy you. for four ninety nine. dollars yeah. um, Anyway, which we do all the time. Uh, hello, we like do that all the time. Fine. We always watch our movies very legally, yeah. just like this one. Um, yeah. But on 
YouTube, we also found out that there is a remake of this film made in 2004 yeah. <laughs> yes. starring Jack Daniels, yes. star of Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Thank Dumber. You. He stars as Dumber. And also um, and uh, the, the squid and the whale. The squid and the whale. Most importantly, he is in the newsroom with the newsroom. Emily of Friends fame and they Absolutely. fall in love and it's adorable and amazing. Absolutely. But the love interest um, in this remake is also is Patricia Heaton. Bring in the heat. Who once, weirdly enough, liked one of Carrie and my photos, which was very insane. What? Yeah, out of it was nowhere. A big deal. But it, thank like, you for but it was, reacting like that, it Jordy, because like it was what? a big deal. It could have been bigger. Oh, wow. And was thank you. I'll edit it. So I don't understand. That one. Yeah, how yeah. Actually, insert that one. Yeah. I don't understand how she liked it because like there was literally no reason why she should have. There was liked no it. context for Patricia there was no, to it, like. It wasn't like there was any hashtags on it or a no. location tag. She just we didn't hashtag. What is she off of again? Was it? Everybody loves Raymond, or oh, was it? Yeah, I, I think know. everyone, everyone loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Okay, had we hashtagged anything remotely revolving and around or bring in the, the Gilmore heat. Girls? The Gilmore? I don't know. No, yeah. no. she wasn't in Gilmore Girls. Whoopsie! Wow. I don't know. Was she? No. Why? We don't know. You tell okay. Me she wasn't Who Girls can and pull I up Patricia's IMDb? Faster. Here we go. It's not gonna is be. the question tonight? Um. So yeah, the heat. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that the movie that was remade in 2004, they used the, used the exact same script. Yeah. So basically what we're trying to say is that nothing has changed Everybody since loves 1977. Yeah. Everyone loves Sorry to interrupt. But yeah. yeah. That's fine. And it used the exact same script. Exact like, same and script. And so that's a fascinating thing. I think that shows. The tiny no growth. Because <laughs> yeah. there were opportunities to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, original script for sure. Like Neil Simon, I ad- I adore him. I really do. Oh, I think yeah, he sure. writes in a very honest, yeah. real way. Um, and I love the characters that he brings to life. He finds humor in like real, real awkward moments. situations. Yeah. yeah, like and even like smaller moments too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I identify for the most part with a lot of of his dialogue and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, there were moments that could have been. Time. Could have been like glowed even up. She works for you know, Subaru when she keeps yeah. saying she's like I like the Japanese cars, and I'm like it's just a car company. It's, he's the same. Why you know, don't you need don't to talk need about it. Yeah, we if get you keep it. Keep needing to say Japanese, and then she like, bows. She bows oh, aggressively at these Japanese. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, you know, it's like yeah, it's yeah. moments yeah. where it's like you should. Even in the early 2000s, oh when this remake came out, it's God. like it should be they apparent should that this was yeah, movies. this was something. Well, that, this and this is what they he, were going. We never ended up talking this. about this, but his portrayal of Richard III, the director wanted him to play him as like a flamboyant gay man. Yeah, yeah. so that's and, a big thing, which I think was supposed to be a joke in the original script. Was that supposed Ye- to be like a like a funny plot line? Yes, I think right? that was supposed to be funny, and, and was, that's how I took it when I was yeah, young. Yeah. Is like, oh, he's playing him as. Uh, gay, yeah. but he was not just playing him as gay. He's like playing as him flamboyant, like stereotypical, and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Over like the top. very, like yeah, Richard. just as. And the the interesting thing too in the seventies one was I was like, there's so I, like there were words they were saying that I was like I feel like this is for sure a slur that I just don't know anymore. But I you know just, what I mean? I was like, oh, I just feel so like all aged of these out. words that like I just never hear anymore. Right, right? when the daughter was like, he seems like one of. Uh, he seems like my hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and you're like, yeah, oh, okay. I guess that's yeah. like a yeah, gay joke. yeah. I think that is, but it's, but it's so just, like, but they use them where we're at that it's like, thing. really, what is? It? But it's yeah. yeah, it's just sad. So, but it, that was very interesting because I was like. 
Patrick Stewart was like, wait, what is this default for? And I was like, oh, it's because it was funny then. Yeah, like, yeah. Was that like was joke. the relief to yeah, what like, could have oh, been funny that he and has to love this fun boy. A major it. thing that I find fascinating about the 70s, mm-hmm. especially, is like you watch a film from the 70s and it is like, Historic, like, you feel like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. strange and this doesn't connect with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it doesn't feel like they're totally alien human beings. No. 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 As where, if I watch a film from the 70s as compared to a film from, like, say, the 40s, I'm like, people from the 40s, when I watch a movie from the 40s, it's like I'm watching an alien race perform. Studying. Like, like they're very studied uh, actors. Yeah. they're They're really in their form. Just demonstrating how within... Those thirty years, how much change yeah, happened as opposed totally. to like the last thirty years? Because like mm-hmm. I can watch a film from nineteen ninety eight sure. and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's about the There's same. moments that you yeah. see that are like, okay, I see that fax yeah. machine, or yeah, I get that exactly. pager doesn't exist. But like for the most part, it it's you know still but not being like, what's a guy like you doing with a doll like me? Yeah, yeah. Going but like exactly. the forties, you're like, who even speaks like, with this? this even real? Well, it was it was a thing that they were taught to do. In the in like the twenties, thirties, and forties, called the Mid Atlantic accent. Yes, yeah. Yes. Made famous between, by uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. Uh, uh, but also Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, like yeah. a lot. Um, Cary Grant, who was English, but then he came to America and he oh. became in between. He's got to be American. I've oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's a fascinating Amazing. thing that yeah, they kind of invented. Like, they yeah. invented their personalities. For the sake to make it almost like bigger or more authentically filmed. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. had to translate on the big screen. Film had to look like a certain thing. Yeah. And so they designed themselves to fit into how f- they ex- thought film should mm-hmm. be. Right? But then within 20 years, that changed. Yeah. And then you watch, like put it this way. When I watch Meryl Streep in a film today, I'm like, yeah, yeah Meryl Streep, she's great. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. I w- you watch an an actor from 1940, like who was big in the 1940s, mm-hmm. act in a 1970s film, and you're mm-hmm. like, who is this? Like, they're, <laughs> this is a different what? kind of form entirely. Yeah, like, what are you doing here? Yeah. What is this? So anyways, that's I kind of that. the part of the reason why I wanted to... Uh, bring this film because yeah. I saw that a lot of the films uh, that you've done is like modern in uh, like yeah. modern in the yeah. last like 20 cliche 30 years in yeah and a very but like, it's like where do those cliches come way? from exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. and honestly a movie like this like you see the makings of oh, yeah. the rom-com cliches yeah. formed yeah. in their yeah. early formative years well there's They're a like, reason why, why they could redo this in 2004 with no qualms no qualms it's like oh yeah it's all the same still yeah you get yeah. it you see it it would be easily translatable you know it's like you see that formation and that's what's so fascinating about it is because right? it's like you see the the early formation of a f- of romance and what it means to have you know two people kind of clumsily fall in love they hate each other at first yeah but circumstances have brought them together and, and the big both, shark comes yeah and, and what? Is that you know us? leading man lead woman and i love that it's richard dreyfus oh. too of like, all people yeah i just he's so nostalgic for me like i can't remember the last richard dreyfus movie i've seen 
as of late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do not Google his image because he is old. Yeah. Carrie was like, in it's Power of the Village, she's like, don't Google him. He looks like a crypt dark. keeper. It is. You yes. will be aghast. Yikes, um, But whenever I see him, it's like a big part of my childhood oh. for sure as well. So I'm just, I'm seeing a lot of just. Growing up in the 60s. Growing up in the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone Carrie, stop and, and here, edit you know, this out. Carrie, your corn husk dolls um, are calling. They want to, you, you want to go play it. with your little corn husk doll. Do you feel tired? Because of, not, sorry, what was the quote in that? How do you feel? You should like, you're so old. I don't feel bad. I feel Kay. right. Dancing, I'm 33, can hardly fun. walk anymore. No. Jordy, it's an exaggeration about the snack you brought today. Okay, yeah, we have to cover this. Okay, please and thank you. Okay, so the snack I brought today, and this was one of my favorite snacks. Oh, I will say that I loved simple. I loved it. I've never had it before. It's very simple. It's Mm -hmm. fair. I I kind of had a worry that it wasn't interesting enough. No, perfect. Off the top. But it's uh, Lesser Evil Buddha Bowl Foods Avocado made with organic popcorn with extra virgin avocado oil mm-hmm. and Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, that sounds complex, but it's pretty much popcorn. It's, it's popcorn. It's popcorn. turned up to about 11. Exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. It's subtle, though. Yeah. But it's I full of flavor, and it was delicious. It's pre-popped popcorn, and it's extra virgin avocado oil. So certainly, no one has fucked those avocados. Yeah, they definitely they really guarded them, and yes. they really made sure that they yeah. were untouched, untouched by um, any sexual um, organs. Yeah, uncorrupted. They're virgin. Their value. They're, they're probably honor. promised to somebody later. Absolutely. Someone's gonna they're pay a lot of money for them. But, but Jordy, you had a lovely reason as to why you brought this. Is your yes. guilty snack? Tell yes. Us more. So, Tell us more. so this is my guilty snack i tried to figure out what my guilty snack mm-hmm. is because i i don't believe in guilt me you know? neither yes. thank you yes. I, agree. Say, I don't There's believe in guilt love it I, love what you love exactly Just eat what you want yes but um as far as guilty uh, pleasures in my household my partner is very much about freshly popped mm-hmm. popcorn of course which is lovely as well but mm-hmm. i have a real weakness yep. for pre-flavored mm-hmm. bagged popcorn yeah and he beast. is just not into that so yeah. i love an opportunity to indulge I in love that in pre-bagged, <laughs> yeah. uh, cold. Oh, so cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's it's been popped for and a while. while. It's been popped it's for like, months. It's been popped longer than it's been a kernel. Yeah, and they At all look point. the same. I yes, remember perfectly there, popped. There was a specific kind of popcorn that I loved that every single kernel looked the exact same. Uh, and I was like, how do they oh, do that? What What is the how science why? behind They this? must like sort them after too. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. But I love that too, especially because it's like it really encapsulates. It's like, okay, what am I going to watch when I'm all alone? Yeah. Or what am I going to... Yeah. You know, eat when I'm all alone. Like yeah. there were some Hamilton videos on my YouTube. Next watch, uh, of course. But my you. partner was home, and I was like, "No, nope. I'll watch these when he's not home." He just closed so his laptop. He doesn't have to comment on the fact that I'm still watching more Hamilton behind the scenes videos. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we all know still. what Lin Manuel was thinking. Guys. Yeah, we get that, it. That musical came out a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, Jordy, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having Jordy, me. Thanks so for much bringing fun. this film into our lives. Oh, it was yes. so fun. What a delight. This treat into our lives. Yes. You're and then welcome. you coming into our oh, lives. What a treat. Oh, More importantly. You. What a treat. What a treat. I hope it I hope to continue. I hope it helped you see some some new aspects and engage with 
uh, an ancient form of rom-com. I'll tell you. Um, and I really appreciate oh, you I having Jordy, me here. Jordy, do you want to talk I really quick it. before we go about the human library? Oh, I certainly Yay. do. So as as Carrie may know, because she works at the Spoiler. Vancouver Public Library. That's true. Um, each year, around the same time as the Push Festival, yeah. I help out with an event called the Human Library. Mm-hmm. And the Human Library is one-on-one interaction with uh, a storyteller mm. who will share their life experience. But unlike any other storytelling event in Vancouver, you get to ask questions mm. and engage in a conversation with this person. Yeah. And I know that I'm free to share some of the titles Yay! for yes. this story See, uh, for this year. So I'll just pull those up. Yes. Yeah, please do. And while doing that, like, this is basically like, you know how you check out a book and you read that book? Um, you're basically checking out a human and you go off and you get to sit one-on-one with this person what? and talk with them for, is it 30 minutes? Yeah, or 20 minutes. 20 all t- minutes? Yeah. yeah, and you just sit with them one-on-one. It's a fantastic thing. It's in its eighth year yeah. this year. Um, and we're doing something new and interesting <gasps> where uh, we're doing it now in an annual quarterly form. Oh. So the first iteration this year will be at the Vancouver Public Library Yay. Central Branch okay. um, yes. on the 2nd and 3rd of February. Yay. And then our second iteration this year will be in May in the Mount Pleasant oh. uh, Public Library. Oh, there you leave. I know yeah. we'll be moving away. And there then we'll also have one in September. So if you don't or if you're not able to see one in February, We'll be doing other ones throughout the year. And check out um, zztheater.com uh, website. They will give you the information. Um, and just as a little teaser of what <gasps> alert. stories Ooh, you may teaser. find. Teaser. We have such stories as these are the titles and we give you no information, <gasps> other information. You just get that. the title this and you decide. The titles include Indigenous, <gasps> Sober, Cross-Dressing, Clown uh, faggot. Uh, um, moral diagnosis. Gay to God to gay again. And then uh, also born into a polygamy. Oh, holy shit. Like, those are all, okay, if those all are podcast those titles, titles, I would be clicking them right yes. now. Okay, if you're not so, racing yeah. to your library. Wow. I second and third. Like, love that. I love hearing about people's experiences. I think it's so much, right? Yep. And you just get to share this moment. Like, so true. And I mean, we get to share this moment. We do. Like, this is... It's just so much fun. Yeah, we're all holding hands right now. We're all holding hands. We're basically doing a skeleton. It's a seance around the table. Jeff out of this. I'd also like to say that we've been doing this entire podcast over a puzzle that Carrie's been working on. It's just all put on it. It's all ruined. Guys, you guys can... Catch Jordy at Queer Prov uh, yes. every Wednesday at the Junction, which is a new venue. They speed yes. XY, XY goes down. Junction is now, it's on Davy still. Yes. It's amazing. Check it out. Beautiful at 7.30 every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, this weekend, again, is a Smash Comedy Festival. Come see it at Little Mountain Gallery. It's going to be amazing. Three-day weekend. Uh, I'll put a, a link in the episode notes. Um, as well as a brunch at the show coming up at uh, JFL Northwest yeah. on February 22nd. So yeah, come check that out. And Nasty One also has a show at JFL yes. Northwest, uh, which is 
Thank you oh. so much for having me. Thank it you. was a real pleasure for being here. And guys, let's all say on the count of three, the goodbye girl. To say goodbye. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. one. The yeah, goodbye, goodbye girl. girl. Good girl. Question mark. Bye, girl.